You're watching The Sports Objective, the podcast for Pirates. This is East Carolina Hall of Famer and Utah Jazz first-round draft pick Blue Edwards. You're listening to Pirate Basketball Overtime on The Sports Objective, your home for the best East Carolina hoops coverage. What is going on, Pirate Nation? Welcome in to Pirate Basketball Overtime here on the Sports Objective. East Carolina goes to Philadelphia victorious tonight uh, over the Temple Owls, 73-62. Pirates' first ever win in Philly against Temple, um, you know, taking down the Owls at the Leah Corps Center tonight. Um, trailed by as many as six on at least three occasions in the first half. Battle back to take a 33-31 halftime lead. And um, East Carolina built as much as a 13-point advantage in the second half uh, before going on to the 73-62 win over Temple. And uh, it was, um, you know, a much-needed road win for the Pirates. And, you know, East Carolina had three players in double figures tonight. Um, You know, led – we'll go ahead and, and go over those numbers here in just a moment. Um, but um, the Pirates were led by R.J. Felton. R.J., 8 out of 10 from the floor, 20 points, 5 rebounds. Ezra Sar, 18 points, 6 rebounds. Brandon Johnson, 1 rebound shy of another double-double. B.J. had 15 points and 9 rebounds, 6 out of 12 from the floor. But um, and the Pirates you know, really shot the basketball well tonight, particularly after halftime. Um, but the Pirates, uh, you know, they they even shot it well from the floor in the first half, but after halftime, it was largely, you know, the three-pointer that uh, did a bulk of the damage for ECU, but then you also had R.J. Felton and Ezra Saar, as well as Brandon Johnson, you know, doing damage in the paint, and we'll run over those numbers as far as points in the paint and uh, team statistics here in just a moment. Uh, this will be an abbreviated version of Pirate Basketball Overtime. Uh, as I'm flying solo tonight, um, you know, Dave you know, had an event going on um, that, that he was tied up with, unable to watch the game, so he really wasn't prepared to do the show. And then uh, you know, Matt, uh, he, he had planned on joining. We thought we'd be going live earlier, ran into some technical difficulties and uh, so forth on the way home. Uh, from the Hornets game tonight, um, as you know, my family and I, uh, we went to the Hornets-Sacramento Kings game. Hornets lose by 25. No shocker there. But um, and with that being such a lopsided game, after not watching the first half live uh, during, <clears throat> excuse me, during halftime, and then uh, during the second half, able to catch up on the ECU Temple game, and. Um, Needless to say, 
you know, very excited about what I saw. Um, taking a look at the rest of the team numbers tonight, in addition to uh, R.J. Felton, Ezra Saar, and Brandon Johnson scoring in double figures, as I mentioned, R.J. with 20, Ezra with 18, and B.J. with 15. Uh, you had Cam Hayes. How about Cam Hayes? Um, he's done some nice things at times, uh, primarily on the defensive side. Also, uh, you know, some some nice buckets, um, you know, in the paint, in transition, fast break layups and so forth. But Cam Hayes tonight was able to knock down that perimeter jumper. Three out of six from three-point range was Cam Hayes. Finished with nine points, four rebounds for the LSU and NC State transfer. Um, you had Bobby Pettiford. Bobby finished with seven points, six assists on tonight. Uh, three out of six from the floor, one out of three from beyond the arc was Bobby Pettiford. And then, um, so there you have what all but four of the Pirates' points uh, were from the starting five tonight. You had Caleb LeCount had two off the bench, and Jaden Walker, uh, you know, had a nice you know, running one-hander there in the lane or, you know, sweeping across the lane in the second half, and that was it. So that makes the double-digit road win all the more impressive tonight um, going to Philly and winning over Temple 73-62 despite getting just four points from the bench. Very rarely uh, are you going to be able to accomplish that, you know, um, a road win, uh, especially in conference play, uh, which is four bench points. But ECU was able to do that tonight because of the excellent performance of the starting five and Cam Hayes stepping up and knocking down those three-pointers that he had been unable to do so uh, prior to tonight's game. Uh, running over the team numbers, um, I mentioned how well the Pirates shot the basketball tonight. Um, without going back and checking the statistics, I would – Venture to say that uh, and this was perhaps the season high field goal percentage. ECU shot 54%. 27 out of 50 were the Pirates. Temple, on the other hand, just 36.4, 20 out of 55. ECU, I talked about the strong performance of Cam Hayes, three out of six from beyond the arc. Uh, you also had Brandon Johnson shot the three ball very well. Uh, and the Pirates were nine out of 21 from beyond the arc in this one. 43%, 42.9 to be exact. Uh, ECU 10 out of 11 from the charity stripe, um, shooting 91% from the free throw line. Uh, ECU and Temple were nodded at 30 on the glass. Uh, ECU, you know, nice to see this on 27 made field goals. The Pirates had 15 assists compared to just seven for the Temple Owls. ECU and Temple were Knotted with four steals apiece. Pirates had two blocked shots. Temple had one. ECU, once again, took excellent care of the basketball after turning it over just nine times, and that was a, a large uh, reason that the Pirates got that win on Sunday afternoon against Tulsa, where they uh, took down the Golden Hurricane 62-57 tonight. ECU followed that nine turnover performance up with just 10 against the Temple Owls. Meanwhile, Temple, um, despite the double-digit loss, only turned it over eight times, um, but just simply did not shoot the basketball well tonight. Um, the Pirates had 13 points off those eight Al turnovers, and Temple had 17 points off the Pirates, 10 miscues. 
Uh, the Owls had eight fast break points, ECU four. And I, I talked about the Pirates' ability to do some damage in the paint tonight. They outscored Temple 28-24 to 24 in the paint. Uh, t- taking a look at the numbers for Temple, uh, Temple had three players in double figures, uh, led by Riley, the talented guard, five out of 12 from the floor, three out of four from beyond the arc, 15 points, five rebounds. Um, and you also had White and Dizani. Um, they had 13 and 11, respectively, to lead Temple. Um, you know, taking a look tonight um, with the A. AC standing. So you had ECU now two and one. Uh, Memphis um, took down UTSA. So the Tigers are three and zero, oh, not two and zero, oh, as you see there on the screen. Fourteen and two overall after that one hundred seven one hundred one win in overtime against the UTSA Roadrunners. Um, they are at the FedEx Forum in Memphis. UAB's two and zero. Oh, North Texas two and zero. Oh. Charlotte uh, defeated. Tulsa tonight at Halton Arena on the 49ers campus, 84 to 76, and the Charlotte 49ers are knotted with the Pirates in the standings at two and one. Uh, ECU nine and seven overall, Charlotte eight and seven. Um, you have FAU. Um, FAU will be in action uh, tomorrow night, I believe it is. On um, the Owls, I want to say play North Texas. Um, FAU's ranked 24th this week, uh, one and one in the American. Um, of course, a victory over East Carolina in that hard-fought game uh, where they ended up winning by uh, 15 points, but it was much closer than that, just a two-point ball game with four minutes remaining last week in Boca. Uh, Tulane, 10 and four, one and one, SMU, uh, which will be coming to Menji's Coliseum. Uh, they had a, a narrow defeat. I want to say, I'm trying to remember, I think it came against Memphis, um, but um, the Ponies are 10-5, and five, and that will be a strong test. See how the Pirates handle the road success as they return home to Minji's Coliseum on Saturday afternoon. Need an excellent crowd out there at Minji's for that one. Um, running through the rest of the standings very quickly, South Florida 1-1, one 8-5. And one, and under their new regime, uh, UTSA now seven and nine overall, one and two in the American Temple, one and two, eight and eight. Uh, after tonight's loss to the Pirates, uh, Wichita State zero oh and two in the AAC, eight and seven overall. Rice still winless at zero oh and two in the American, six and nine overall. And then Tulsa, uh, the Golden Hurricane, has played some decent basketball, um, but lost on that buzzer beater to Memphis. Um, one of three close wins for the Tigers. And then, of course, the narrow defeat, 62-57 to the Pirates in Minji's. And then uh, tonight, that eight-point loss to the Charlotte 49ers at Halton Arena. So there you have the American standings and you know, th- through the first few games of league play. Uh, we appreciate everyone chiming in here tonight. Uh, Justin Butts, um, John White, former Pirate pitcher. Uh, from the Coach O era, Chuck Sae. Uh, appreciate you gentlemen chiming in. Um, Anderson Whitaker, uh, r- really appreciate the kind words. Anderson, appreciate you tuning in as always. 
and uh, you know, supporting everything we do here at the Sports Objective uh, and with Pirate Basketball over time. Um, excellent to have some momentum. Um, and like Justin says, uh, great to see the Pirates in the top of the standings. Of course, ECU was picked fifth uh, to start the year. Uh, you know, in the in the media poll, and you know, we we've thought all along that the Pirates were better than the record showed, and just hadn't been able to to win those close games. Hopefully tonight, um, as well as obviously the victory on Sunday afternoon, Pirates have a win streak now, and um, of course, East Carolina has never won more than six games in the American Athletic Conference, and. Um, and they've done that in each of the last two seasons, you know, six and 11 in Joe Dooley's final year, and then six and 12 a season ago under Mike Schwartz as the Pirates played pretty well uh, down the stretch there in mid to late February. And of course, won a first round AAC tournament game, taking down uh, South Florida and then playing number one Houston very competitively for a large percentage of that one. Um, you know, um, as I mentioned, uh, Anderson said excellent game, and it was that. Um, Pirates, the Pirates, as I noted here in the comments section earlier, five and eleven all time against Temple now, uh, but all those victories had either come at Menji's Coliseum or on a neutral court in conference tournament action. First win ever in Philly at the Leah Chorus Center, and and uh, not only did they get that win, they got it by double figures tonight. 73-62 over the Temple Owls. So um, we won't be on here a whole lot longer tonight as it is, you know, approaching 1140 Eastern time. But uh, you see Justin chimes in saying you get Cam Hayes and Bobby Pettiford Jr. going. These boys will be dangerous down the stretch, no doubt. Uh, Cam Hayes knocking down those three three-pointers um, was absolutely huge tonight. Uh, Brandon Johnson had at least two, I want to say three trifectas as well after halftime. RJ had one or two, um, and the Pirates were, um, and his, therefore, had at least six or seven three pointers after the, the uh, break tonight. Um, let's see. Any other comments here before we go ahead and wrap this up? Appreciate. You guys joined us tonight. Uh, yeah, Anderson saying SMU, obviously very strong program in recent years. Last year was a bit of a down year for the Mustangs, but uh, trying to they flip the script here in their, their final year in the American. Uh, in football, they won the conference title and in trying to contend for a conference championship on the hardwood as well before moving on to the ACC. Uh, he says SMU will be a real good test on Saturday. I'll be there. Got to bring the energy. Yeah, would love to be there myself. Unfortunately, uh, you know, just a, a conflict with my son's basketball uh, as I will be at his game, um, 1230 start time for that. But I'll be home in plenty of time to watch the Pirates and Mustangs uh, late on Saturday afternoon at Williams Arena Minji's Coliseum. You know, for any Pirates in Western North Carolina, you know, or the upstate of South Carolina that are, you know, in that two, three hour radius of Halton Arena. And, you know, here in the next few weeks, the Pirates, um, I want to say it's the first weekend of February, uh, will be playing at Halton Arena. 
you know, we'll get this on our social media, but there will be a tailgate for that game. Um, I want to say it's a, a two o'clock tip off, either a two or three o'clock tip off at Halton Arena. And then so, yeah, about 1030 or 11 that morning, you know, we will have a, a tailgate party and uh, all that information concerning that uh, will be on the Sports Objective social media. And we'll also mention it on our shows in these next few weeks leading up to that. Um, the Pirates uh, you know, have several weekend games, uh, be it on a Saturday or a Sunday, obviously uh, several Sunday games um, as dictated by TV have already had a couple and have one here. I want to say uh, in about two and a half weeks that I plan on attending and you know, have a have a couple of midweek games at Minji's. Uh, against the likes of uh, North Texas, and I'm trying to remember the other one in the, in the next two weeks. Uh, really looking forward to that matchup with the Mean Green, as that's a very proud, tradition-rich basketball program, and they were in the NIT a season ago. Um, he, he says it was nice to see Kim Hayes uh, get a few three balls. No doubt Anderson, uh, a- Anderson um, noting the the outside shooting of the Pirates transfer from LSU that had been sorely missed up to this point in his ECU career, but it is nice to see him step up tonight and knock down a, a few, and um, hopefully that's the sign of things moving forward uh, going into the remainder of the season. And he also says, um, Anderson Whitaker, that is, watching the game on ESPN+, Plus, the arena was pretty empty. Bet the boys missed Menjis. Yeah, I found that. Obviously, they had had some extreme weather in Philly. Um, but to my knowledge, I don't think it was anything that should have kept fans from getting out to the game. Um, clearly, the Owls don't have one of the their better teams that that, that program has had. Uh, such a proud tradition. But, you know, right around 500, and, and speaking of 500, there probably weren't more than about 500 fans in the stands. It was extremely sparse tonight at the Leah Corps Center. And um, also another attendance note or two, uh, you, of course, have the Memphis Tigers, uh, not surprisingly, leading the league in attendance, and then Wichita State second, which is also not a surprise. Um, But the Pirates, um, East Carolina, third out of 14 in the American in average attendance. And uh, we need to to increase that number moving forward as this this program looks to Develop some momentum, have a, a much-needed winning season on the program's first in a, a, right at a decade or a little over a decade. I guess going back to that CIT run, um, that was the last time the, the Pirates had a winning season. Uh, at East Carolina did finish 15-15 and 15 in Joe Dooley's final year in 21-22, but that 12-13 season, uh, where ECU won 23 games, that was the final time the Pirates had a winning record. Uh, so, and Justin Butts uh, chiming in still makes you appreciate the atmosphere we have. No doubt, Justin, you know, even though sometimes we complain about having, you know, four or four and a half thousand and how it should be better. Um, and Pirate Nation has shown, um, you know, going back to that CIT run, you know, if they have a good product. Um, and we do have a good product now that they will support it. Uh, so we need to to make that happen. Um, 
get out to Williams Arena Minji's Coliseum on Saturday afternoon. There's no reason that we shouldn't have it with the students back, especially um, five and a half, six thousand minimum for SMU and have a, a really rowdy, a raucous atmosphere. Uh, we need to make it like it was that final two or three minutes of Sunday afternoon's game against Tulsa uh, as the Pirates, you know, there were so many you know, purple gold chants um, and defense and uh, everything that makes a good atmosphere uh, down the stretch against the Golden Hurricane. Let's have that from the opening tip uh, throughout the game um, as as we go into the, the game with SMU and beyond. Uh, really appreciate that, Anderson. And thank you for the generous donation. Um, that's very kind of you. And uh, any any of you um, that that enjoy the show, we encourage you to share it with Pirate Nation. Um, and please, please do that. Um, your support is much appreciated. Encourage folks to follow the podcast, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, then obviously we can also be seen on Facebook. Um, just simply search the Sports Objective and you can find us on Facebook. Uh, and then we're available on pretty much all social media on X, a.k.a. Twitter, um, the Pirates. Um, anything related to the Pirates, that is, um, can be seen. You know, we'll just be constantly retweeting anything pertaining to ECU um, on, on the Sports Objective X account. And that is at the Sports OBJ and on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, we can be found at the Sports Objective. Uh, if you have you know, any content, uh, be it a, a guest or a topic that you would like to see us discuss, uh, reach out to us. Email us, um, thesportsobj at gmail.com, or uh, DM us on X or Instagram or TikTok. But uh, that will do it for this late-night edition of Pirate Basketball Overtime on the Sports Objective. Uh, again, Pirates victorious tonight in Philadelphia. ECU goes to Temple, wins 73-62, and uh, you know picks up that big elusive road win. Um, and, I, and when I say elusive, uh, I'm talking historically, and uh, as it pertains to the Temple, as the Pirates were 0-7 going into tonight at the Leo Chorus Center there in Philadelphia. But um, Great to have a two-game win streak in the American, and the Pirates will, as we've talked <clears throat> throughout the last few minutes of the show, be returning home on Saturday afternoon to take on the SMU Mustangs. But uh, for everyone here at the Sports Objective, uh, appreciate all of our excellent listeners, and um, we'll talk to you real soon. Um, there's so many things that are transpiring in the sports world, such as Nick Saban stepping down today, um, but we'll save all that conversation for an upcoming show. Uh, but uh, for everyone here, uh, I'm Bob Rosenbaum. You've been watching, listening to Pirate Basketball Overtime. Again, East Carolina victorious, 73-62 over the Temple Owls tonight at the Leah Chorus Center in Philadelphia. Have a great one, everyone. And as always, go Pirates.
went purple.